Welcome to the Healing Experiment Podcast. I am your host, Sue Dumay. This podcast is not just talking about healing, it's about immersing you into a healing experience in every single episode. I want to create different experiences of different healing modalities, and that's why I often have really gifted healers and holistic practitioners and light workers to come on and provide a unique experience every week. This week, I'm so excited to have a really dear friend of mine, like my soul brother in this world, and we've had a really powerful connection. He's helped me a lot personally as well with my own health and provided a lot of essential answers for my own health puzzle, riddle riddle puzzle. It's really kind of a an interesting journey to heal myself, and, and this next guest has been a really integral part of that healing for me. I want to welcome Dr. Kevin Preston to the show. Kevin is a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine who loves to blend many unique healing modalities, including acupuncture, herbal medicine, toxicity profiling, epigenetic repatterning. He's a really powerful teacher and energy worker, and he runs a lot of retreats to support people in coming into alignment with their heart, mind, and body. So welcome to the show, Kevin. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, thank you so much. That was a really beautiful introduction. And um, yeah, I feel really blessed to know you and get to collaborate with you on you know personal and professional levels. And you've been very helpful to me in my life journey as well. So yeah, very grateful to be here with you. Awesome. Thank you. So I want to dive right into, because you have a very unique way. I know you have a lot of different training and you bring a lot of different modalities into blending what you do when you work with clients and how you approach the body and illness and, and wholeness at the same time. Can you explain a little bit about how you see the body and how you see it the approach we need to take for healing right now? Let's start there. Oh, beautiful question. Yeah, happy to dive in. I guess going back to the foundations of Chinese medicine, and that's something that really got my attention years and years ago now. And I loved how they viewed the body in terms of the meridian system. You also call it the channels of the, the body that everything is connected everything supports the next organ in line and through that process you have this circuitry that is a beautiful network and the blood the organs the energy all of it flows together everything through the immune system and the neurological system they're all one and the same and they're all connected and and so as i learned more about chinese medicine when i was starting on this path it just made so much sense to me you know that you would always treat somebody individually you would try and find the root sources of what was actually going on in the body even if somebody had the same symptoms the reason that those symptoms were there could be so different and i think that philosophy just in general really connected with the way that i think i do have a science background so i love numbers and i love data and i actually loved mathematics you know back in the day too and was really actually starting to see through learning more about the energy systems, how things flowed through the meridians, that all of these aspects of theory could be brought into one 
cohesive view of the body. And I think that's ultimately what led me into learning more about genetics and learning more about, you know, even ancestral patterns, things that come forward in the DNA, but how they express themselves is really what was um, a passionate interest of, of mine to learn more about. And then certainly in this modern world, um, the world of toxicity, um, everything from chemicals and heavy metal toxicity to, you know, all the other things that we come in contact with, um, plastics and, you know, certainly things contaminating our food nowadays as well. And then certainly a topic this past year and ongoing is viruses and bacteria and just learning as much as I could around what they actually do to the body, how our body responds and, and where illness actually stems from. And then, of course, I think as a result of being in the clinic for uh, more than 12 years now, seeing thousands of patients and thousands of cases, the mental emotional aspect and certainly the spiritual aspect just became, you know, more and more um, curious to me of hearing people's stories and hearing of things that they've experienced and then looking at their health and some of the symptoms they've been having as a result and often trying, you know, puzzling it out of what's really happening here and then starting to see a bigger framework come into focus that all of these elements need to be looked at. And, and I think the more I learned, the more I would take a higher vantage point and try and see the whole 360 degree view of everything that may be influencing somebody on the internal environment and certainly their external environment too. And, and that's just led to more learning and more discovery. And yeah, so I feel very blessed as a practitioner to just continue on the journey of uh, how else can I help people and what are the things that are really effective because we want to get results at the end of the day. And, and even like you've introduced for this call, you want to create a healing experience. And that's actually something that I focus on with everybody that comes into the clinic is we're here to do some real work and get some traction and actually shift things. And if I can do that in each and every visit, then I, I'm feeling good about my day-to-day -day work. So hopefully that, that helps give a, a good picture for everybody listening. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the approach. It's more that holistic approach, but holistic that's not just confined to like how we would look at the physical body. It's, it's that holistic approach that would include the, your energy field, your emotions, your thoughts, your beliefs, your, your inherited, you know, patterns. There's, there's so much more than, than just one one way to look at the body or one aspect to enter into that, you know, realm of, of healing. So mm -hmm. I love your approach and I love the way you see more of that, that personalized approach as opposed to just taking, okay, well, they have this symptom or they have diabetes. Let's, let's you know, attack all those individuals with diabetes the same way. It's, it's your approach is, is, more of the personalized individual even if they have you know common symptoms yeah so and actually we could even unpack that a little bit more just even diabetes as an example because that's something that is so prevalent in our society that you know the common um, the common view is that something is wrong with the pancreas as an organ and then certainly regulating blood sugar or not regulating blood sugar very well. 
And what I've seen actually in many cases of diabetes, whether it's type one or type two or, or somewhere in the spectrum there, because I believe there's a bit of a spectrum now because every case is so unique, is that on diving deeper and doing some of the toxicity testing in the clinic that I do, but also taking in much more information and maybe not too dissimilar to, to how you do it and kind of trusting that intellect and trusting the intuition and then really listening and, and hearing and asking when did it happen? You know, when did the shift happen and how long has it been there? And then looking into what was going on in their life at that time. And I've definitely found a pattern that especially, I guess, more so on the type one where it's, it's more childhood or adolescence or early in life. Probably, I'm not going to say every case, but many cases, there is significant environmental stressors going on around them. Uh, life changes, moves, you know, maybe um, relationship changes with their parents or all kinds of things. It's all multi-layered. And in addition, maybe getting some type of infection at the time, uh, you know, even a bad flu or another bacterial infection or even bronchitis. And you think, well, that's just lung related or immune system related and, and fairly finite and self-limiting. But upon further discovery, I may find a key disturbance that was picked up around that time on the emotional level or the mental level and quite often on the physical level with, yeah, a bacteria. And when you dive in deeper, you can see how it's influencing the organs, but not just the pancreas. Maybe the kidneys or the liver is actually under a significant amount of strain, and that might actually be contributing even further to that disturbance on the blood sugar. And, and so I guess that's what's really brought me to take a bird's eye view as much as I can, that the organs typically known to be the, the cause of an illness is not necessarily where it's coming from and it's not necessarily where it began. And there can be a whole network of things more often than not going on. And when those are addressed in that holistic view, yeah, results can be really fascinating. Uh, the body has this infinite ability, ability to heal. And if you give it the right resources and tools and, and some time to assimilate those properly, really magical things happen. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've definitely had that experience with myself. And it, I know there was a few times where I was trying to sort out what was going on with my own health with traditional medicine. And traditional medicine is not, I'm not saying it's wrong. It just has a different approach. And for me personally, my body doesn't, it doesn't translate into testing traditional tests very well. It doesn't really give information. And intuitively, because I'm always picking up on stuff before it even really comes into fruition, there's times where I can sense something brewing or growing within my body, a problem that's already starting to manifest in my body, but it's not actually going to show yet on a traditional test. Your approach actually, for me, has been really affirming because it affirms what intuitively I was already sensing. And, and your approach really kind of given, was able to give me a lot of different pieces of, I call it a, a riddle puzzle, because for me, it's not just a puzzle. It's, it's a very much like trying to sort a riddle out when it comes to my own health, because there's so many things in coming into play. And I found that your approach really is, it, it brings the answers to me in a way that actually affirm what intuitively I was always already sensing. But it also, the treatment and everything that I've had with you has also brought this, it's an invitation for my systems 
to come back into harmony on their own without pushing or bullying them to try and do something and then setting off another system. So I found that it was yeah. like an invitation to bring that synergy and that harmony back in place with with gentle nudges and gentle invitations. And that my body responds really well to that. Oh, yeah. Thank you for sharing. And, and that certainly is what we want is to really work in harmony with the body. Because I've always believed that the body has this, as I said, you know, this incredible healing ability that we can be our own medicine. And, and what I found, though, in the clinic over the years is that many people, and this has happened for me in the past, too, we, we may have lost confidence in our body. You know, we lost confidence in our organ functions or our musculature, something that we view, you know, maybe has failed us or not performed in the way that we wanted. And, uh, you know, even take the gallbladder, for example, a lot of people have had gallbladder issues or maybe having their gallbladders taken out that leading up to that surgery. And, and I suspect this has happened for many people I haven't met where maybe we didn't meet them soon enough to save their gallbladders because that has happened as well. We get things cleared out and get the function back and then they're OK. But they start a, a negative self dialogue of describing what's going on. And then, you know, it sounds kind of funny, but it's like stupid gallbladder you know what's the matter with you and when i think about that now that i become more aware just in the clinic over years and a lot of personal growth and development too that that negative loop can it can really cause more trouble you can imagine if you spoke to another person that way or if if you viewed the gallbladder as your child hopefully you wouldn't speak to them in that way you'd be more compassionate you'd be more loving and you'd still check in with them and see what's really going on for you I see that you're upset or something's not working right. Let's uncover the reason and let's talk about that or let's see what we can find to really shift things for you. And so that happened to me with my knee. I, I blew my right knee out five times in the past. And I definitely had that dialogue of, you know, what's the matter with you, knee? Like, why can't you just hold together? And now when I look back, it was a really beautiful gift on my own journey of learning and understanding healing and, and what the body's capable of and, um, you know, set me on this whole path of acupuncture and, uh, and self-healing and a lot of the things that I did to get myself well and, and rehab properly every time. But the, the doubting yourself is a really, really big key when it comes to healing. And so when I'm working with people in the clinic, the, the testing that I think you're referring to as well, that I spent a lot of time doing is almost just reflecting where the organ structures and the function of the, um, the body is at in a really specific way. And in this interesting way, um, you know, even a patient I was working with yesterday, even though the readings on the organs that I was measuring weren't very good, she was almost relieved because she's seen so many doctors had, has, uh, many, many tests and hasn't really yielded a lot of answers and, and not any clarity. And so for her, yeah, she was really losing hope and faith just in the fact that she may not get well and also losing confidence in her own body, her own body's ability to heal and, and communicate to her and just almost throwing in the towel on some of these levels. And so seeing some answers, I guess, for lack of a better term, even though it wasn't very good, but there's still so much that we can do and I believe we can completely turn her case around it was very confirming and it almost reaffirmed I think that intuition that we all have 
that we know when something's not right or we we inherently know when something's out of balance we might not know exactly what it is but there's that feeling so i'm often just reflecting that information back to people to kind of see and feel in real time what's actually going on in the system and then we can start taking steps forward and put a plan in place and be strategic and have some really good guidance on what needs to happen next. And then they can direct their own energy into that phase too and, and things start happening. So um, that's, yeah, that's some aspects I didn't know I would discover in medicine is, is actually people's relationships with their bodies is such a key. You know, it seems so obvious now, but it's been a cool learning experience getting to this point. Yeah, well, there, there's so much programming that tells us otherwise. It tells us the answers are outside of ourselves, that a, a doctor or somebody else knows better than our our own intuition, it knows better than us, that, that there's a pill out there that can help us, you know, or that there's something that, you know, something wrong with us, therefore it needs to be fixed and it can be fixed by, you know, whatever whatever's being recommended as opposed to recognizing that the body has its innate ability to heal itself. It's it's very much our relationship to our body. And then a lot of the programming has been like, it's just undoing and unwinding and unlearning that programming so that we can come back to that place where we really trust our body and trust our intuition. And yes, we go to those, those healers. We go to the practitioners. We see our doctor, we get those tests. We, 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 we can lean on Western medicine as well as Eastern medicine and other modalities. And if we use our intuition and we, we really trust our own heart and our own body to lead us, we will be guided to those individuals, but we can't put them on a pedestal and expect that they'll have all the answers for us because I don't, I don't feel it works that way. And I, I feel like a lot of people like you, you know, client you were describing and myself as well, we would get really discouraged. And, and the programming is really about there's something wrong with me as opposed to there's something there's a discord within me or there's a disharmony somehow that just needs to be brought back into, you know, created an environment where it can actually heal, where it can actually come back into that, that synergistic harmony within us. And, and that's, that's really what you teach and that's really what you stand in. And, and I appreciate that approach. Absolutely. Really value it for myself as well as for others. Oh, thank you, Sue. And I think this is where your work and mine, dovetail really well is we want to remove obstructions to healing and i've noticed that those obstructions can be emotional toxicity mental toxicity like you just said like a lot of the programming or the patterns that we're running and certainly physiological toxicity too so over the years it's become more about the things that we want to clear from the system even more so than what i want to add back into somebody's body in terms of healthy nutrients and healthy food. And of course, that's really important. But that innate healing ability is usually what I'm looking to activate. That has maybe been deactivated because of our minds or because of different experiences that somebody's been through, you know, through no fault of their own. Because I, I don't believe people want to be ill. And at the same time, we have to take responsibility. You know, we, we can learn and we can be mindful. And I think it, it does go back to trusting ourselves further. Once you start building some confidence back, those questions I ask in the clinic, you know, even doing a, an intake and, and in conversation, I'll, I'll often just ask people, when do you think this really began? Or what do you think really triggered this? And, 
And I can't tell you how many times I've heard somebody say, well, I've talked to a lot of doctors about this or I've talked to other practitioners. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not trying to, um, you know, paint anybody in a bad light at all. But what they share is that I was, you know, on a trip in 1984 and, and I got sick or I got this or something happened. And I say, usually, and, you know, you've never been the same since. And they say, exactly. Like yeah. something happened there, but it sort of got swept under the rug because maybe eight or 10 years later, most other people don't think it could possibly have anything to do with what's going on now. And I find, in fact, it's quite the opposite. And so that becomes actually very validating. And then when I dive in with the type of testing I do and the way I gather information, we usually do find confirmation like, yeah, that time and place, you actually still have toxicity from that that event or that exposure or that animal bite or something like that. I remember so many cases of, of people just reporting, yeah, something along the lines of infection or exposure even to, you know, chemicals or toxicity and they, they felt ill or they felt sick and they never really recovered 100%. But then it just kind of fades away into memory and becomes unimportant and often confirmed unimportant by practitioners that maybe are just looking things, uh, looking at things differently. And, and I guess I'm just having a little different viewpoint. But to everybody listening, I would say, you know, if you go back into things for yourself, if you've got some health issues and some imbalances going on, even do a little guided, you know, self-meditation, find a quiet place and go back in your mind to when you first had a symptom that seems related or feels related and learn to trust yourself again and go back to some of those places and find, you know, find those keys. See if you can pick up the trail and just be your own self-investigator of, okay, I, I found this breadcrumb and I'm going to go on to the next. And you can actually string a lot of things together and give yourself those answers. And, and that's what I'm often helping people do together in the clinic. And we walk that path at the same time and usually between myself and my patient whoever's in front of me we can discover a lot also because we're taking the time and intentionally wanting to discover what's here and I, i'm doing my best to not judge what they say or cast something aside that doesn't seem important because a lot of times i found those little things that that get um you know cast to the side they are very important they do matter and when they're addressed in that way, again, powerful healing can happen because you're unwinding and you're starting to clear those obstructions that we've accumulated over time. Yeah, absolutely. And I find that, you know, the best thing, the best advice I can give from my experience and, and kind of going through all my challenges is when you go to a practitioner, you go to a doctor and you feel discouraged or they can't quite hear what you're saying. It's it's no fault to, to them. That's how they've been trained. They've been trained to kind of look at the body a different way and to listen to certain things and to, to approach it a different way. But at the same time, so they, they're going to impart their knowledge and, and how they practice, and they're going to share what they feel that you need. And my best advice is just take what you hear and bring it into your heart. Take what resonates and and follow your intuition and you don't have to take all of their advice you don't have to do all of those things but you definitely need to 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 make your your heart the last stop before you take action and make sure that you're feeling clear about the steps that you're going to take regardless of who's 
you know, guiding or, or advising you. Even with you, when I see you, it's like you say certain things, you're like, okay, tune in around that, see if it resonates, see if it lands. And that's really important, I think, to use your intuition and to use our heart to really help us navigate and become more of a partner with the practitioners that we're working with. Yeah, I love that. And and uh, so are you saying you don't believe every single thing I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> well, with you, most times, yes, I believe. I believe everything that you're telling me. I just sometimes it doesn't resonate in that moment. And, yeah, and I, so I let it go, right? And it's interesting because yeah. it usually does because you're very highly intuitive like me. It usually does circle back around and it's more for, for what you're sharing with me. It's more just a matter of timing. I wasn't ready to hear it or I wasn't ready to integrate that yet. And then, and then it comes yeah. back in. So, yeah. Just, well, and, and I, I love <laughs> having this because what you're saying is really relevant. And I actually tell patients that too, that I'm going to share things in you know the most open and honest way I can I'm going to be really clear I'm just going to observe and then and then share and if they that's okay I want them to ask questions I want them to try and understand how I'm thinking and I want to understand how they're thinking and that I certainly don't know everything and I'm always learning and and I guess with practitioners and doctors especially we're, we are still just regular people too. And we may have developed some expertise and, and have some experience or knowledge in different areas, but everybody does. You know, we all have our zones of genius. And I think what you shared is really valuable. And that's actually something I've been focused on in the clinic for years. And then a lot of the healing retreats that I'm doing now is how to get people back in their heart space. Mm -hmm. Because that guidance and that wisdom that we carry at that level is so powerful. But I do find, and again, even for myself in the past, we can end up disconnected from it. So when somebody's sharing with me, when I'm trying to learn something, or if I'm getting training or courses, I'll take it in, I'll learn. But I do pass that energy through my heart and, and try and integrate it in a way that feels right for me. So I often invite patients when we're chatting, especially the first time, whether it's a phone call or office visit, that I might not be their person. You know, I might not be their practitioner. And it's okay. Like, there's no pressure that if they want to continue and I want to continue that we have some really good resonance because that's so key to the healing model. And if they don't, it's okay. I'm not going to take it personally because I really want them to find somebody that they do resonate with because it's going to go way better. It's going to go way smoother and easier and they're going to get more effect with somebody that they, they connect with. So the heart space we all have can really help guide us. And that's something that you're really effective at. And, and even some of the things that you've helped me with personally over the years, you know, it's often very heart related where we're doing the heart work. And, and that's actually where the inspiration came from with the, the healing retreats that I'm doing with a, another woman who's very gifted, Courtney. Um, it's called Collective Hearts. And it came out of conversation around what do people need, you know, a lot right now. And it just seems like, yeah, the heart's asking for a lot of healing, but it's also asking to be listened to. And in the last couple of years, you know, more important than ever to tune in on that level. And so I love how you share in that way, like how you orient yourself, whether it's medicine or healing or whatever, that's um, that really strong voice in that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I, I thought it's, it's my work. It's your work. I think. It, in, I think in truth, it's all of our work, and we don't even realize it. 
I'm, so this would be a good interlude for, for you to take us through a little journey, a little experience, and perhaps maybe you're going to take us into a journey in the heart. I don't know. I'm just going to let you be guided by your intuition and take us through a little experience for healing. Yeah, we can do that. How'd you know? I think your your intuition knew the heart <laughs> stuff enough, and, and certainly that's an intention for today. Yeah, let's all tune in to the heart even more, a little deeper, and see if we can't maybe unlock some energy in the heart space and open that space a little bit more. So let's just all attune to one another. Anybody that's listening out there or maybe listening in the future, just find yourself in a comfortable space or imagine that you're in a comfortable space and just start noticing your body, noticing your energy. And let's just tune in with the breath first. So nice deep breath in. You can in through the nose, out through the mouth is ideal. But also just going deep. Get into the abdomen, activate the diaphragm. It'll calm the nerves, calm the system, and it'll help bring you into that lovely heart space. So nice, fully in. And as you're exhaling, just imagine your energy dropping in a little bit further, coming in closer to the heart. When you breathe in that oxygen and that fresh air, imagining it's just nourishing your body, coming in through the lungs and then extending through the whole upper body and then slowly down all the way through the diaphragm, even down through the hips. And with each breath, just imagine that energy moves through a little further. And let your body just come to a place of feeling very settled, very peaceful, very secure, very safe. And every breath in, just follow that sensation deeper. Bring this new energy into your body and begin to focus on the heart space. Focus on the chest area. Feel what it's like to breathe. Feel what it's like to be in your body. You want to be really present with your system so that you can listen to the wisdom and the guidance that might be there that's ready to speak, that's ready to share. So let's all do that together even a little deeper now. When you take this next breath in, focus all the energy in the body into the heart space in a really graceful and gentle way. Allow your energy to focus there, feeling into the heart now fully. Feeling what the energy is like in your body, in that space right now. And imagining the new energy that's coming in may look like a, a golden light, maybe a white light. Any color might appear to you. Maybe it's more rainbow-like. But allow that light to come into the heart as well. Allow it to connect with your heart energy as it nourishes your entire heart field. Your heart field extends 
well around your body, maybe eight feet, maybe even 10 feet, maybe even further. See if you can extend it even further to fill the room that you're in with this new light coming into your body. And with that light is the feeling of unconditional love. Just imagine feeling unconditional love for yourself. Whatever beliefs you've had, whatever patterns you've had, just set all those aside for this moment and allow more light to fill your chest, more light to fill your heart space. Nice, deep, easy breath still. See how it feels in your body to breathe in this way and to feel love in this way coming from inside. You're generating that love. And you're building that light even more by focusing on your heart. Allow that sensation to move through your body very gracefully all the way down to your toes now even extending down into the earth, wherever you might be, imagining sharing that love with the earth we get to live on, with Mother Earth. And now imagine her sharing beautiful healing energy coming back up into your body, back up through your feet, all the way up to the heart space. And as that energy flow is happening, your heart space gets even brighter, that light shines even more. Imagine it feels like the sun inside. And now you're just beginning to radiate like the sun does. You're shining this beautiful light energy, this beautiful love energy. And just feel into everyone connecting in this moment. We all share this commonality of heart space. And when we step into this vibration of love, especially unconditional love, first for ourselves, then we can begin to share that with others. So just build that light even more in your heart space and begin to fill the room that you're in even further. And then imagine that wave travels out even further, maybe to your community, to your friends, to your family, to your loved ones. Even if they're not close to you right now in proximity, imagine this loving vibration is flowing all the way to them wherever they are. And even your ancestors that might be on the other side, send this love to them too. They can feel it. And some of you may feel that love wave from your ancestors coming back to you. And let that fill your heart space even more. This beautiful reciprocity that we have with every living creature exists at this vibration of love. And now send that out beyond your community. Maybe wherever you are living on the planet right now, send it out to your state or your province or your region, maybe your territory. All the while, Filling your heart with that light and then sharing it, seeing that wave extend even further and now imagining that light and that love energy 
moving through your entire country, elevating all the hearts that it touches, elevating connection on this planet, raising the vibration, creating healing for this full humanity connection that we have. And now imagine that energy is wrapping the entire planet. Not just the outer layer, all the way to the core of this planet. This is our home. And sharing that amount of love and light all the way to the core goes all the way deep into your own heart, just like the heartbeat of this planet. And imagine that you can begin to tune in and align your own heartbeat with the heartbeat of our planet. Feel that soft and powerful wave moving through you, deep in your body. And imagine every living creature fills that space with love too. Feel that connection, something we're all a part of. Nice, deep, easy breath. Allow this new energy and vibration to move through your entire nervous system now. Creating a nice reset, a recalibration to a higher consciousness, to a higher vibration. Allow your body the healing in whatever way is necessary. Imagine your body gets exactly what it needs right now all the way down to the cells, all the way down to your DNA. And imagine that double helix is even upgrading in some way, unlocking a gift that you've been waiting for in your life that is now accessible for your journey. It's now ready and unlocking for your steps ahead. And see those steps being illuminated easily for any decisions you want to make, you've been thinking about, wondering about. Allow yourself to see a clear pathway now. It's lighting up for you with each step. It's guided from this beautiful heart space. Trust your heart. And let that energy open through your entire body and brighten the pathway of your life. Let yourself follow that more easily, more clearly, and living with an open heart. Feel how much stronger that can be. And allow all of this to integrate into your body very easily right now. Fill your body with light. And we'll let the light do the work of aligning this integration into your system right now, into your heart, into your nervous system, harmonizing your emotions. And we're going to complete this energy circuit with three slow, deep breaths. With each breath, 
allowing a deeper integration, more harmony, feeling very solid, very grounded, and very safe. Feeling more settled now. Two more breaths. Nice and easy on the way out. Feeling very clear, very grounded. One more breath in. Extending that heart field that you have. Feeling incredibly balanced now. So just be gentle with yourself the rest of the day. Whatever time you might be listening to this. Allow this energy to carry you forward. I wish you many blessings, lots of healing, lots of beautiful heart energy in your lives. And thank you for connecting and tuning in. Beautiful. Thank you. That was lovely. I, it was interesting. I had... I was following you and then I I could feel this one area of my back that like everywhere else was was expanding and lighting up and extending out. And there's just one area on the back left side and that I have this shoulder injury that is coming along, but it, my shoulder blade is kind of adhered a little bit there. So there's some scar tissue and stuff. So as it wasn't until the, the third breath, so I just accepted that area. I was just like letting it, you know, the light move in every other direction in all the other ways. And it wasn't until that last third breath where it was just like, just this pop happened. And I'm like, oh, there it is. It opened up in that space at the very end. I love it. Oh, well done. Yeah, in that area, as you know, and I think many people know, like the the back of the heart potentially and for myself over the years that I would get a lot of muscle tightness, you know, between the shoulder blades, kind of mid upper back that I discovered, you know, with lots of help and guidance and, and my own sort of seeking and meditation too, that I was often blocking love, you know, coming into my body or coming into my life and not fully, but it would almost be a bit of an upper limit that when I was to feel it, I thought, hey, something to do here, maybe abundance or love or amazing experiences. And then working on softening that area and letting it through. And then, yeah, I often feel it. So I'm, I'm grateful that you shared that. I think a lot of people that are tuning in. Uh, yeah, the back is the receiving area, at least one of them anyway. And so if we can focus some energy on softening that, beautiful things can happen. And uh, yeah, that sounds great, Sue. Absolutely. Thank you. The other piece I had was with the, the light. I had this light going out in all directions. And then I looked down and I could see this, like almost like having a flashlight at the bottom of my heart space. And I'm like, what's that light for? And I like look down and there's just this light that's just illuminating the path in front of me. So, you know, when you're going up steps and you have a flashlight, you put the flashlight mm-hmm. on the step you're about to stand on and then you put the flashlight on the next step and the next step and the next step. But I was just shown that in my heart. It's just like there's a flashlight right there showing you the step that's in front of you. That's the only step you need to focus on. Once you take that step, 
the flashlight will move to the next one. And that just reaffirms my, you know, one breadcrumb at a time, one step at a time, one breath at a time, one moment at a time. And I don't need to know what the next 10 steps are. I just need to focus on the step in front of me. And that was a good reminder. Uh, I love that. That analogy, you know, your heart is literally lighting up the next step. How mm -hmm. we can all focus on that because it, it's so true. Keep it simple. Let the heart guide each next step. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. So tell people how they can get a hold of you. If they want to get in touch with you, how can they find you? Yeah, they can go on my website. It's just drkevinpreston.com, drkevinpreston.com. Um, same handle on Instagram. I'm on Instagram a little bit. I'm still a fairly new person on social, but uh, those are ways to find me. And you can find out more about events and information about my clinic and things on that website. We do have an online one-day Zoom retreat coming up called Collective Hearts 3.5. And, and my lovely co-host Courtney and I will be you know, guiding processes not too dissimilar to what we've just done. And we use a lot of other tools to help guide that heart space to become open and you know it can take courage and and some effort to break through but that's what we're focused on is creating real shifts for people and it, it's kind of a take on the in-person retreats that we do for collective hearts that are usually like two and a half three days that the one day online you know and especially right now in the world you still get to be in your own home you don't have to travel you can you know be in your pajamas if you want and find that quiet space to dive in and yeah we'll provide a lot of resources and tools to be able to do that so i'm i'm really excited about that coming up and again you can sign up through my website and and hit our emails and things like that to get in touch with us and we've got a bunch more retreats planned the rest of the year some of that's posted some of it's not posted yet but uh, i'm really excited about the heart space this year for myself and for everybody else that I, I get the honor of being of service to. So yeah, looking forward to how the journey unfolds. Thank you. So yeah, I would encourage you if you feel connected to Kevin and his message and his, his offerings in the world, I would invite you to go check out his website. So thank you, Kevin, for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming and sharing your heart and sharing your wisdom with us. Uh, thanks very much, Stu. Enjoyed having a conversation with you as always. And uh, yeah, many blessings to everybody else tuning in as well. And maybe we'll do this again sometime. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you everybody for tuning in to the Healing Experiment podcast. I would encourage you to share this episode if it resonated with you and you know there's somebody else that could benefit from it. Share it through whatever way that you feel guided to and just spread the word about it. It's a unique opportunity for people to come and learn about different healing modalities, but also to have an experience of them as well. And I'm, I'm making that a non-negotiable that we each and every episode you have a felt experience. So invite others, have them come and feel it for themselves. Come back to the episodes that really resonate and really create shifts for you and that you feel are still supporting you. Keep coming back to them until you feel like you've integrated and then you can move on to the next one or find another one that really resonates. And each episode is available on all the podcast platforms so you can download and keep them and use them over and over again. I love you. I honor you. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, love and blessings.